You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the official Red Sox podcast inside the monster presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt and Joey Capone. You know what time it is. It is time to preview this Red Sox twin series in Minnesota. And before we go to Joey with the pitching matchups, we forgot to do series MVPs. Yeah, I just realized that, too. Yep. So this is always a good chance to save it. You know, like like we're saving ourselves here by doing it in the preview I'm just going to jump right ahead and say, Rich Hill, uh, were you, oh, is that what you're thinking damn. or no? No, you made my job harder. We can do the same. No, 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 no. I had two guys in mind. I thought you might pick one of them. So, and uh, he wasn't one of them. Oh, who you got? Between Xander and Franchi. I, can I, can I have a vote? <laughs> Franchi, Franchi's back with two bombs. Come on. I know. He said, like, what? What was the stat? I four, wonder, I, he said, like, four in the last week. He had more home runs at the time than the rest of the team combined. Franchi has seven homers in his last nine games between Worcester and Boston. So there is that. Yeah. There is that. Xander also went five for 12 with a bomb, his first homer in a bit. I'm going to give it to Xander. I like that. Rich Hill and Xander. There we go. There we go. And now it is the moment we've all been waiting for. It is time for the pitching matchups with Joey Capone. Okay, folks, the Sox are taking a trip to Minneapolis, the Twin D City, for three games. Game one is going to be Brian Bayo versus Dylan Bundy. Bundy is in his first year with the Twins, touting a 4-5-6 ERA. He has not gone six innings into a start since June 24th. Bundy absolutely hates strikeouts, has no interest in him. His changeup and his sinker are garbage. Brian Bayo is coming off of his best start of the year, pitching five innings against the Jays, allowing two runs and striking out seven. His changeup is by far his most effective pitch. It's only gotten hit four times all year. Well, all for singles. Game. So not, so not really. Let's just say it hasn't gotten hit because those don't really count. Singles are poop. It's never got hit. Yeah. Game two is going to be Cutter Crawford versus Chris Archer. 
Archer is an American adult animated sitcom created by Adam Reed for FX, premiered on September 17, 2009. The show follows the exploits of a dysfunctional intelligence agency centered on Sterling Archer, voiced by H. John Benjamin. Archer has received positive reviews, including four primetime Emmys and four Critics' Choice Awards. Cutter Crawford is really named that. His ERA is now 530 after back-to-back tough starts. In his last eight and a third, he has allowed 13 runs on 21 hits. Yikes. Before that, he was on a 12-game stretch in which he had a 328 ERA over 58 innings. Game three is going to be Michael Waka versus Joe Ryan. Joe is a six foot two rookie from San Francisco. He is wildly unremarkable, like barely above average, I guess. He's uh, got three six five in twenty one starts, one hundred and thirteen Ks. Does have a one one WHIP, so that is something. Michael Waka allowed four and in six innings against the Rays, bringing his ERA up to two fifty three on the year, and I love him. And that's going to do it for your pitching preview, Steve. Very good pitching preview, Joey. I am glad I learned all that stuff about Archer. That is stunning. Yeah. Uh, As usual, I love when the series start, or the games, rather, within the series start at the same time. This series, every game Eastern time is 740, which... Whoa. What are your thoughts on 740? Anti. Me too. Kind of weird. I'm okay with, like, everybody has their own, every park has their own thing now. I remember kids growing up, I remember it was 7 o'clock on the dot, and that's when they started the games, damn it. And it's not like that anymore. It's always, like, 7.05, 7.07, 7.10, 7.15. I would like if we could just get back to a, I'm fine with 7.10. If we could all just agree on 7.10, so it's like it gives you a little wiggle room if you don't get back home by 7, or if you had, you know, some something going on, or some call went late. You know, mm-hmm. something like right, that. Right, right, right. So I'm fine with, with 710, but 740 is a little weird. Anyway, it's basically just going to be like 60 degrees every night. Monday night, 60 nice. degrees. It's not going to rain. Clear skies. Winds, as you would expect, from the west slash northwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour. Tuesday night, you guessed it, 61 degrees. Mm-hmm. Clear skies. Winds west northwest at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Wednesday night. You guessed it, 59 degrees, clear skies, winds east to southeast this time at 5 to 10 miles an hour. And that is your weather update brought to you by Ed's Bubblegum. Ed's Bubblegum. Oh, chew it and pop it. And question from Joey. What do you got? Yep, yep. Uh, what did you think of uh, the Twin D City line? Do you like that? Uh, not bad. Not bad. I didn't love it, didn't hate it. I, I think I'm somewhere in the middle on it. That's fair. Most of my time on the pitching preview is kind of spent coming up with that. So. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's You just sit there. Right, so are you just like sitting in your room there and just like, what am I going to call Minneapolis? Like, I was I driving gotta... blocks or like just around so I doing laps. I was like, I'm not going home until I know what I'm calling Minneapolis. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't blame you there. I got some fun facts about the Twins. They are 10th in Major League Baseball and Team OPS, mm-hmm. 14th in the Majors in runs scored, 17th in the Majors in Team ERA with a 3-9-1. Byron Buxton leads the team in homers with 28. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that right, Byron Buxton? That sounds right. Isn't he, He's just missing time every year, though. How many games has he played? 92 games, 28 homers? Wow. That's really impressive. 
Uh, I, I wrote the stat down. It was correct, and I still thought it was wrong. Uh, Jose Miranda and Jorge Polanco lead the team in RBIs with 56 each. One thing I'm realizing, Joey, when we do is these series. Correa sucks? It, well, oh, I'm getting there. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that when we do these series previews, I'm always blown away in, in a bad way or, or let down. I don't know what the word is, but stunned that the RBI totals are as low as they are. Like it's we're entering August here. And during September, bro. Did I say? Yeah, (laughs) you missed a month, man. All right. We're like I mentioned, we're entering September Mm -hmm. and it's just like the league, the the team leaders are like 56, like 42, 60, barely. It's these are low numbers. I remember guys at this point having like, you know, the, the team leader would always have like 80, 90 RBIs by now. A lot of them in the hundreds. And. I don't know. It's just weird. It's been eye-opening. There's only it's 24. Weird. It's definitely weird. 24 AL players over 60 RBIs. It's not like that's some crazy number. Like, you know, like Joey and I both mentioned, we're entering September. And there's just not a lot of guys that have a bunch of ribbies. So I I don't know. I, as a fan, I just, I'm kind of turned off by that. Get more mm-hmm. RBIs, guys. Drive in more runs, would you? Jeez. Offense. Yeah, we like offense. Yeah, offense, would you? The Twins are 12 and 13 in August. They did just sweep these San Francisco Giants. So good on them. The Red Sox are 11 and 14 in August. Carlos Correa is just whatever, man. I mean, it's it, when you you know that we we keep pretty well uh, of a. I, I worry that's so terribly. We keep up with a lot of these teams, mm-hmm. and I don't find myself seeing a lot of Carlos Correa highlights on Sports Center nope. or any of the MLB shows. And this guy signed like the biggest contract ever for a single year. And I just don't – I've never seen it to that level. I, I don't see it to the hype he's ever gotten and the amount he's been talked about. I know a lot of that has to do with 2017, and he's, he's kind of lumped in with controversy, as he should be. But guy's made one all-star team in the last five years. He's averaged 20 homers and 72 RBIs in the last full three seasons, uh, hitting 273 over that span. Outs above average for shortstops, if we're talking defensively, he's 19th in the majors among shortstops. Sander is 11th for a little comparison there. A guy that gets ripped for his defense, Sander, is eight spots ahead of Carlos Correa. I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the hype has always been way too high with him, and that contract is bizarre. Yeah, his marketing, dude, is unbelievable. I know. Why was he touted like that? Why was he like being shopped like he was? And why did he get that money? It's like he was the free agent. I always thought the same thing. It was like, I don't know if, like, you know, there's something I don't get. You know, if there's something I don't see, they're like, well, yeah, he's only batted 230 the last two years. But, you know, (laughs) guys really can tell in his swing, like, he has something that other guys don't have. You know, I didn't want to look dumb and come out and say, like, Carlos Correa is not that good. But he's not that good, right? I I mean, I think it's... There's always been a lot of hype around him. You know, he got drafted first in 2012. He was the number one pick right. in the MLB draft and wins rookie of the year in 2015, playing 99 games. It's 279, 22 homers, 68 RBIs. And those numbers in 99 games as a rookie are basically exactly his averages over the last three full seasons. When he was 20 years old, He's putting up the same numbers as he was when he was 24, 25, and 26. 
or 23, 24, and 26. I always take out 2020 just because it's stupid. Yeah. But your numbers at 20 should not be the same as your average numbers from like 23 to 26. Like there should definitely be a jump. And that mm-hmm. jump did not happen. And defensively, he's good. I, you know, he's got a cannon. And anytime you watch him, he seems to get to most stuff. But if you dive into some of the defensive metrics this year, it's he's not really overly impressive. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't. He's hitting 274 this year with 15 homers and 43 RBIs and a 789 OPS. And it's just like, eh, I don't know. Breaking news here. Yeah. The Boston Red Sox have DFA'd Hirokazu Sawamura. Really? Oh, you're clapping that? Ah, uh, Joey. Should I not be clapping that? I don't I'm not gonna clap for a guy getting DFA'd unless it's like I'm trying to think of a good example here. We clapped um, for Diekman getting traded. De- yeah, Diekman getting traded. We did clap for that. I mean, in its nature, it's mean. <laughs> What Hirokazu Sawamura has done to me is yeah. very mean. It's mean. It's I dude, very I was stunned. I, I remember that too. Like we were outside Fenway and and Sawamura punched Joey in the face, and I was like, "What was that all about?" What he has done to you personally is just so mean. You think he's not aware of what he's doing to me personally? Oh no, he knows. He, he knows. knows. Yeah, he knows. See ya! My goodness, Joey, wow. We are talking that about... Feels good. The twins, the twins, the twins. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say that. Well, mm-hmm. I yes, but breaking news can exist at any point of any type of show we do. That can happen during an interview, anywhere. I'm fine with it. But Sawman is uh, incredible on the road. They should have just had him like only pitch on the road, you know? I guess. I, I never felt good when he was out there, even if he did do okay. No, me neither. At the end of the day, I know, oh, my God, it was really that low. He had an 0.84 on the road and a 5.08 at home, which probably, and that's baseball reference, so I'm sure that went up, obviously, on Sunday. Um, have you ever seen splits like that? That's crazy. There's no way that's right. 0.84 on the road, period? Oh, it's, it's definitely right. Yeah, they, they had brought it up. I think Maz had mentioned on the broadcast a week or two ago, and I'm like, that can't be right. And then I looked it up, and it was definitely right. So, was he? I want to runs all year on the road. He gave up two runs, two earned on the road all year, and it's not like the outings are vastly different. Like he has twenty six home outings, twenty three road outings. So, I don't really get that at all. I'm going to get updated. I want to get Joey. You you talk about something. I'm going to get the folks an updated ERA at home for Hirokazu Sawamura. Everyone's waiting on it. Okay, yeah, please, by all means. We all need to hear the ERA of the guy who just got designated for assignment. I want the exact uh, splits no, of No, I think you're right. I want to know it, too. I want to know it, too. I want to see the splits. I honestly still don't believe the road one. I know that you've said it, like, twice now, but I want to look it up for myself because I think that's a ludicrous stat, if that that's is insane. the case. So I'm, I'm not going to feel bad for clapping over here at Kazu Sawamura. Five eight three ERA at home five, this year, eight, three. and a oh eight four on the road. <laughs> he was five runs higher ERA at home. That's nuts. What is that? That's crazy. 
hates. I don't think I've ever seen. I, yeah, this guy Hirokazu Sawamura hates the most beloved ballpark. It is America's most beloved ballpark. Three runs in twenty-one and a third on the road, with eighteen strikeouts. Yeah, two earned. And it's a nine whip, and a one fifty-one average against. <laughs> I mean, what? I just don't get when it. When did that happen, Steve? I've watched every game. When did that happen? I think a lot of those are probably... See, ERA can be a little deceiving when you're talking about relievers, depending on uh, game situation. I would like mm-hmm. to... Let, let's do a little deep dive here with Sawamura. He... Dude loved to walk people. He loved to walk people. I mean, he's which still drove, I don't know. Drove he, us. Does he lead the team in walks? Yeah, he did. At walks at home, he walked the team, except for Pavetta. His high leverage batting average average against 095. Interesting. I did not expect to see that. By inning, Sawman. He had a zero first inning uh, ERA. I don't remember when he got an out. He got an out apparently in the first inning this year. I don't remember that. Uh, his worst ERA was in extra innings. He pitched in two games, 54 ERA in extra innings this year for Sawamura. In innings 4 through 6, he had a 5-4. Innings 7 through 9, he had a 2-1-2. Mm-hmm. Sawamura mm-hmm. is an interesting one, though, because he w- I know Stats put up that graphic like two, three weeks ago about inherited runners coming in to score, mm-hmm. and he was up there. He was way oh, up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he would let your runs up. I know Schreiber would do the opposite. Sawamura would come in. And be like, don't you worry. I'm not going to save your ERA here. This is going to get tacked onto your bill. And worry it's not, not, not going to be my problem. Uh, yeah, this is interesting. Aside T- from uh, you know the obvious of like me not being a fan of him and, and being okay that he's gone, it also means there are two slots in the bullpen open now. Uh, yeah. Both right. No, a right hander and a left hander. Right? Is, is Austin Davis a right lefty? What's up? Davis Austin is a lefty. Davis. Yeah. Okay. So a lefty and a righty, both DFA from the bullpen today. It's something. Spear says not definite, but a good chance Zach Kelly, who has a 272 ERA. 34.4% strikeout rate for the Woo Sox this year. It gets called up to replace Austin Davis in the Red Sox bullpen. So we will obviously have a better idea of what the bullpen looks like by Monday. Uh, but keeping it rolling here, Joey. Yeah. You're the breaking news guy, by the way. I'm glad you kind of keep us on our toes here if things happen during the show. It's a good uh, trait of yours. Thanks, dude. I don't have a ton of predictions for oh yeah carlos Gray stinks that was kind of what we were talking about uh yep. i don't have a ton of predictions for this one i think raffi's due for a bomb i think he's definitely due to go deep like we mentioned in the recap episode for that series dub over the rays rafael devers is hitting in the 180s in august it's really been a tough month for him he is excited for september i keep forgetting that august is uh basically over september starts on thursday and Rafi's excited for a new month, I'll tell you that much. But depending on what happens in the next few weeks, it's a difference. There's a difference between like the Red Sox and a lot of people's eyes being out of the race and them admitting to themselves that they're out of the race. Those are two separate things in terms yeah. of like getting guys off their feet and whatnot. They're not there yet. So it would be interesting to see two weeks from right now if Devers is just sitting out the rest of the year, which would not be 
a dumb idea at all. Um, but I'm already at trivia. You got anything else on the series, Joe? Um, uh, I think they're going to win more games than they lose. The Red Sox. I can get on board with that. I got a feeling they're going to give us one more, like, you know in the movie where the guy's, like, been shot and he's basically dead? Yeah. But he's he's still got, like, <gasps> come here. He's got that, like, last line. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. When they get, And the guy in the movie, when he's gotten shot, but he's not dead yet, and he has that last, like, always remember to protect yourself. <laughs> Wear protection. That's not what remember. the guy says at all. <laughs> what does the guy know? What do you think the guy says the most? What do you think the guy says the most? I think it's like a... Uh, I always hated your mother. I always hated her. <laughs> Tell her I've been cheating on her forever. <laughs> what um, is what is the guy normally no, say? It's more like a like you take care of them. Hey, you need to be sure. Oh yeah, you, you hey, take care of them. you gotta run this family now. This is this is your family now. <laughs> is that what they say? <laughs> what well, I feel like Good I'm seeing finding <laughs> Nemo. <laughs> That's what they normally say. Now you are the Godfather. Yeah. Hey. That's the line. I killed Tupac. <laughs> I'm blank. I feel like I've seen that scene in a movie a billion times, and I'm blanking on what the most common thing they say is. Yeah. You l- look out for the look out for the kids. Can you at least watch out for my kids? It's like tell 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 blank I love them. Tell blank I love them. Tell blank I love them. Yeah. That if if this was Family Feud, that would that would be up there. Ding. Like, that would be good. Yeah. And Steve Harvey um, would go look, it took you that long. Uh, not bad. No, those, like, some so of these funny. family feud questions are so, like, they're so suggestive. And, and then they give you the answer. Mm-hmm. That's, like, obviously what you're looking for with this leading question. Mm-hmm. And then Steve Harvey's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. It's like, dude, The question's like, what's something you do in bed with your loved one that's not sleeping? <laughs> yeah. They're like, uh, sexual intercourse. And people are like, oh, oh my God. God, what? What is he talking about? Is it up there though? uh, Is it up there? Yeah, a hundred people said yes. Yeah, Um, that's what. (laughs) Yeah, that's one answer. It's the dumbest thing about that show. But I, you think that they're doing? They're on their last leg. I think a better analogy is that like a lot of the times when people are, this is sad, when people are like old and sick and dying, they have like a good couple days, like right near the end, and you think like, oh wow. They're looking good. Like, they might turn a corner here, and then instead, they don't. Yeah. I think I saw, that might be what the Red Sox are doing. I saw a clip with Joe Buck. This is actually very serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was talking about his dad, Jack Buck, mm-hmm. who has had all-time calls and was a legendary broadcaster. And he, this was Joe Buck in, a, in like a podcast interview or something, and he had said that, Things were looking really bad for his dad, and he was in the hospital, and, you know, the whole family was there. They kind of knew it was about to be it, mm-hmm. and Joe just couldn't be in there. He just couldn't – he didn't want to see it end like that, and he had to call a game on Fox that night. Oh my and God. so he went to call a game. They they pulled the plugs and everything with his dad, all the, all the tubes and everything he had. They just – he was just on his own, and he, but he was still alive. You know, he was still kind of making it. Mm-hmm. Um 
and Joe said that he came back from the game. He was leaving the game, and he was going to go home because he had thought he had, you know, he just didn't want to be in there. He didn't want to see that. And he had something kind of tell him, like, you know what? He wasn't far from the hospital. It's like, you should go. You should go to the hospital. And he went, and he went in there and found out that his dad had been watching him call the game and listening to him call the game. And, you know, he went in there and said, you know, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. And he said, you just, dad, you just got to let go. Like, it's, it's time you got to let go. And he left the room, and his dad passed away two minutes later which is wow. like nuts. But he says he always looks back at that moment and is thankful because he he got to see his dad again. And he didn't know that he was going to have that moment and he thought he was going to go there and find out he had passed while he was calling the game and all that. So I thought that obviously it's sad, but I was, that was like a cool like uh, Joe Buck thing. Um, I like that story. I miss Joe Buck calling games, dude. I really do. I dude, know that he was same. To, I miss him. I was always a, a Buck guy, but I think more so in October. I'm good. It's when we're going to really miss him. Like oh, it's going to be weird. His it's going to be weird. Is affiliated with big moments. But, uh, yeah, I think that's where the Red Sox are right now, dude. Pick up their, I think the Sox, I think the Sox are, right now. I think they're going to, yeah. I, I think they're still due for a couple good days mm-hmm. uh, before we conclude that this season is uh, in RIP mode. But Joe, Joe Davis is. <laughs> that is such a funny way to say that somebody died. That <laughs> <laughs> they're in RIP mode. Shout out Graham in RIP mode now. <laughs> something about something more of like on the season. Something about then relating it to a human. Like that's <laughs> that's the mode they're in. <laughs> in, in rip RIP mode. They're in rip mode right now. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Oh, oh that's it's funny. Tough. Uh, I was going to say that, like, Joe Davis is really good. Joe Davis, for uh-huh. what he's going to be filling in for, not filling in, like, he's the guy now. He's the, uh, mm-hmm. I know he was normally doing, like, he would be the backup guy for Joe um, Buck. You know mm-hmm. when you know when you say someone's name that you've been saying forever, you're like, wait, is his name Joe? It's like, yeah, his name's Joe. There's too many Joes. We got you Joe and then Davis. Joe Davis and then Joe Buck. There's too many And then Joes. there's big Joe Davis, too. Who's that? Is that a wrestler? No, he's uh, in the Red Sox organization. He's a baseball player. What are you talking about? Big Joe Davis? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, I just saw him. Oh, he's huge. He's huge. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. I got you. You guys were born. You haven't seen his bobblehead where like it's him like grilling hot dogs? <laughs> he's Joe Davis, too. All right, there's too many Joes. This guy's huge. That's a big boy right there. Well, I'm going to text this to you. He's the kind of big boy that like likes being a big boy, you know? Like, he wouldn't mind if you call him big. Oh, yeah. You could pat his belly, dude. I bet you could get away with the belly That's patterns. hilarious. A bobblehead of him grilling. Yeah. With his, over a fire. With his <laughs> over, like, a campfire. That's funny. Um, yeah, in summary, mm-hmm. Joe Davis is going to be good, but we miss Joe Buck. And the Red Sox, I think, are going to have one little push here that gives a good handful of folks hope. And then we'll go from there. To close out the preview, Twins trivia. It's trivia time. All right. Hit me. Joey, who has the most home runs by a Twins player this century? Don't know. Uh, (laughs) You should say don't know for all of them immediately. Just to completely (laughs) blow up this segment. Yeah, terrible segment. (laughs) 
Uh, no clue. Don't know. Uh, I don't know this one. Pass. Yeah, I do not know this. Uh, uh, um, this century. Is it? Is it Mauer? No, it's Justin Morneau. Ah, uh, okay. Justin okay. Morneau with uh, two twenty-one. Two twenty-one. So, yeah. Gotta, twins I'm don't really. See, they, how far off was I with Joe Maurer? The Twins haven't had a lot of home run guys. They're not really a home run team. Joe Maurer's got one forty-three, so he's behind by uh, whatever that is, seventy-eight. Yeah, it's but close. Yeah, Morneau's fourth all time. Harmon Killebrew has the most in Twins history, five fifty-nine. Then Kent Herbeck and Bob Allison. Killebrew's the only guy in Twins history with more than three hundred home runs with the team. So that's. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't really think home runs when you think twins, right? That doesn't really. I don't think anything when I think the twins. You know what I will? <clears throat> Whoa. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. What I do think this year about the twins is that for whatever reason, I just think they're going to get way farther than they deserve in the postseason. I think like you we're going to look up and be so. like, the twins are in the CS. I mean, what's their. That losing streak still going on, right? My. I... I think that's still current. What do you mean? Is, is that losing streak over? Did they win a did they win a game? Am I is, am I just having a major blank? You're right talking now? about postseason games? Yeah, it's still going on, isn't it? I think they're postseason losing. Yeah, it's active. It's eighteen games in a row that they've lost in the postseason. My my. How crazy is that? They've lost eighteen postseason games in a row. So what year was uh their last postseason game win? Last postseason win for the Twins, I think it might have been 03. The Yankees have just dominated them. A lot of this has to do with how the divisions line up. Yeah. Where if you win the AL Central for the most part this century, you're the lowest winning team of the division winners. And then you typically will get just pummeled. <laughs> You'll just get destroyed by the Yankees. It's kind of how it's worked. Um, but yeah, the twins the twins are awful in the postseason. So we'll see. I mean, for them, they have a they have a lot of fans in Minnesota. Boston has just fleeced Minnesota in general over the years. So you kind of want them to give them a little something, right? A little postseason dub would be good for them. Would be cool. Would be cool. But I don't like Correa, so no, I don't want not him. at all. Not I don't want him all. to be like pounding his chest around in second for the Twins. That's right. I had two thirty one. Yeah. 16 bombs. I'm making 500 million dollars this year. Like it's, it's so funny that everyone's like universally out on Carlos Correa. I don't know of any like Carlos sure. Correa fans outside of Houston. No. Yeah, he handled that so terribly. Oh he my gosh, everything terribly. I know. Yeah, I him. Know. Pro- the second I saw him propose on the nah, field after tough. 17, I was like, oh, I don't like you. You're like another person <laughs> I like. I don't like you at all. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it for the series preview. Red Sox at Twins. Hey, they should just sweep, right? That's what I would do. Next you'll hear from Joey and I is uh, sometime soon this week. I'll promise you that much. Sometime. Be, you'll hear from us in the future. For Joey Capone, I'm Steve Peralco, Sox Kid. Mm-hmm.